Most, he had loved me. Always he said, you are my wife. It doesn't matter where you are. You are the mother of my son, the love of my life. In the Ivory Coast, I was a woman who had to be tough because I was a mother with children to feed. I was skinny then, legs like sticks, dried out skin, refugee ugly. I could not be gentle with the world. A mother must be a tiger so that her children can survive. A mother who has nothing to give her children must give them her whole spirit. She must never let anything scare her so much that she will not defend those she loves. I learned these things from war and exile and then from living in America where life is good but not as easy as Liberians think it is. When I came to America in 1998 as a political refugee, I left Eric, our son, Kasaya, and all eight of my other children in Africa. Nine children. Americans say with wide eyes, they can't believe it. I had ten in all. Now nine are living. There was no birth control in Africa. In high school, I'd been the smart girl, so mean to other girls when they were pregnant. I would say they should stay home and be pregnant, forget school. I wouldn't even sit with them. But young women fall in love, and sometimes not with the right man. Before high school was over, I was pregnant myself. I could not continue with classes. I stopped going to school, but my father welcomed me in his home. He protected me and my baby. In war, many fathers die or disappear. Some of my children's fathers had gone that way. Eric was still with me, a refugee in the Ivory Coast, when word came in 1998 that I could come to America. But I could not take him all my children with me. The visa was for one person only, not for a family. Alone is the only way. We leave our husbands and our wives, we leave our children, because only by leaving can we give them any hope for a better life. Many years I worked to bring my children from Africa to America. I brought the youngest, Eric's son, Kasaya, in 2006 when he was 10. In 2005 and 2006, I brought four of Kasaya's older sisters. Only one sister, Kebe, was left in Liberia. But she died before the visa came. No visa. Such hopeless words. Three sons remained behind. I hoped I would see them again someday. My tenth child, Timothy, was born in America. The big dreams of Eric's life were coming to America and being with me. In all the years apart, neither of us ever matched that love from long ago with anyone else. It would not die. I gave up on ever having him in my life, but he never gave up on us. Sometimes over the years, Eric's mother called to say that I must send her son money. She is in North Carolina now. Why did she not call her other children? 
Always it seemed she called me. From the first time so many years ago when she saw me dancing down the street with other people, all of us dancing and playing music, going house to house the way Africans do sometimes, not being such a good dancer, just having fun. She saw my heart. Her son did too. He knew myself. When relatives and friends call me from Liberia pouring desperate words into my ears, I send them what they ask for. Sometimes it was Eric's mother who called, and sometimes it was Eric himself calling me, pleading. Maybe he was ashamed, but he was needing that money so much that he could not be prideful. He had other girlfriends who'd made it to America. Some of them would have their husband answer the phone or they would not answer at all. Maybe they'd say yes, but then not send the money.